0: Hello and welcome to the Ethical Creativity Hevruta podcast today. We have a real banger. We are going to listen to a conversation that Dr. Dan Glass, the head of school at the Brandeis School of San Francisco had with David H. Clifford, the founder of Design School X in Oakland, as well as Or Benifla, the maker educator at the Ungetty School in Israel. Uh, the school is located inside the Kibbutz Ungetty, neighboring Masada and the Dead Sea. Such fascinating conversation. So let's have a listen.
1: Havruta is a, um, a pair study uh, model that is um, part of Jewish practice and tradition going back thousands of years. And so we've created this space as a way to bring people in who are doing work around design thinking and doing work in the, in the context of uh, Jewish education throughout the world um, to share a little bit about uh, their work. And so we're super excited. We have Orr and David here with us. Uh, Orr is um, or works in the Engedi school. And uh, we've done had some other Engedi folks here uh, on the Ethical Creativity Havruta. And David uh, runs a project called Design School X. So guys, welcome uh, to the Sound Lab, the extended Sound Lab here in Nicholas's office at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. I'd love if you could just share a little bit about your background as educators and what brings you to this couch today
2: okay so i guess uh i'm gonna start um so we how it came to education is quite by me mis- quite by mi- by mistake um i actually was invited something like two years ago to help a friend of a friend which is a school principal to just to pick some colors um for the summer renovation project and because of my background in industrial design she just wanted to to get some help and that project became a very large project of environmental design project and a lot of conversation long long conversations about education and design and the way those um, two fields of interests are very similar Mm. in a way and it it really got me into education, and I s- and then I just started to to know some other people who um, needed just a physical design for those learning environments, and I got I got pulled in and in and in, and now I'm starting to to I, I taught last year, and now I'm starting a fresh new making making program in the En-Gedi School. So it's like really starting from scratch.
0: Hmm.
3: Cool, yeah. thanks. Uh, that beautiful voice was <laughs> Orbanifla. Uh This less beautiful voice is now David Clifford. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, so how I got started in education, um, first I f- identify as a survivor of school, hmm. that I um, I've found school really oppressive and that I never really belonged in school. Um, not very smart, not not athletic, not tall, not handsome, <laughs> um, super pale, um, couldn't read well, and terrified most of the time. Um, and I came to life in high school, actually, when I went to Los Angeles County High School for the Arts, hmm. and then went to uh, came up to Oakland to go to the California College of Arts and Crafts, um, after which, studying jewelry and metalsmithing, I swore I would never, ever go back into education i was done um but uh, my old shop tech at ccac asked me to substitute teach for him Mm. Uh, he threw his back out he ran the uh, shop the metal shop at uh, lick wilmerding high school so i subbed for him um and that was all right um the thing about working at that time that was 1997 college prep school, the shops were in a terrible state. Um, Making and art were the things that saved my life Mm. and they gave me meaning um, in school in particular and to have kids (laughs) that I was substitute teaching look at me like I was subhuman and look at the uh, discipline that I was um, managing or holding in that space uh, as irrelevant to their path was deeply enraging Mm. to me um, because I it saved my life Mm -hmm. and I knew that it could actually make them better people Mm. luckily the school liked me Mm. enough um, to hire me on as a full-time educator Uh, that was 20 some odd years ago Um, and now I work really hard to create opportunities for adults and kids to um, design spaces and opportunities to liberate their entire being, not just the left hemisphere Mm. uh, of their brain. Hmm. So how
1: did the two of you come together uh, here today?
2: David, you want to tell him? (coughs)
3: So um, I have the pleasure of working uh, with the D School's K-12 lab as a side consultant uh, through DSX, Design School X. And the K-12 lab has the pleasure of working with uh, um, En Gedi High School and a few other schools in the Dead Sea region in Israel. And I came out last March Mm -hmm. to do some design thinking uh, workshops, to do some liberatory design thinking workshops, and also um, bring my practice of um, designing makerspaces mm-hmm. and I met Orr there, visited his classroom. It was fascinating because visiting the academic courses, kids could, actually m- many kids just got up and left because it was so oppressive to them. Wow! And then when I visited Orr's space, it was in, they were in that same kid that got up because they found that course oppressive was humming, singing, in conversation with Orr and Boaz and, and his or her classmates and still doing the work, highly engaged, hmm. their whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, so Orr and I fell in love. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we're constantly looking for opportunities to design and play together. So he came out to the States this week and we did a, um, a workshop for the Maker Ed convening, cool. uh, helping teachers become tool makers. Wow, hmm. fascinating. To hack inequity.
2: Yep. Huh. And it founds um both of us really interested in those um equity and social justice values um because I I think we guess we both experiencing the same things but in different ways in our countries. Huh. Wow. That's a powerful statement. Um I'd love to hear a little bit
1: more from you guys on that because I think that those questions of <coughs> excuse me equity and social justice are really core to the work that we're thinking about here at Brandeis around ethical creativity and how do you how do you think about creative work in the world the creative capacity of human beings as um, as having an ethical grounding to it um, how do you think about teaching uh, the outcomes uh, of a design process? Um, that are going to be, you know, make make the world a better place, right? Uh, design as part of repairing the world, and um, so I I, I I know these t- this must be a, a live conversation between the two of you. That you know you've just done a presentation on it, and if it was. Uh, part of the work that brought you guys together. So I'd love, as a final question, because I know you have many stops in your in your grand tour of Bay Area schools. So a final question this morning, just you know what what does that mean for you to think about equity and justice in the context of design and teaching design?
3: I mean, the first the first thing that comes to mind. I'm buying you some time. Or <laughs> is that um, <laughs> inequity and oppression? Um, are by design and uh, the only way that we can start to dismantle systems of oppression Mm -hmm. um, are not by designing solutions but redesigning the mindsets that have created those systems Mm -hmm. and unintentionally perpetuate those systems and I think the work that we're doing by helping educators see themselves as designers for equity and that they're not consumers for equity or consumers to educate kids, but that they have the agency uh, as designers, as equity designers, and as tool makers to start um, to nibble away mm. at uh, at our system. And it's, it's about approach, not solution.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and I, I also find it super, super important for... Educators, educators, to have that mindset because um, I'll give an example from another, a total another world. That in physics, um, energy is not creating and disappearing; it's just flowing from place to place. And in education, when you teaching or educating uh, a student or a kid, um, you just in a s- in a some way you let the that energy that has in you that in this case is knowledge um to transfer to the subject to the kid so if you will have the equity mindset and you will have that social justice um values in a higher level you can just bring it to him so in in a in a matter of way It's just so important just to have that mindset and just be aware of who you are and what you bring with you Mm -hmm. so the student can have at least some of it.
1: Mm. Mm. That's beautifully said. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've talked a bit during this visit about inspiration. I have to say this is an inspiring place to end our visit together. Mm. Thank you guys for coming uh, and spending a morning with us and also sharing with various people whoever listens to this podcast uh th- i'm excited for them to hear what you have to say thank you uh,
3: and thank you for inviting us into this space yeah. and welcoming us to this amazing school so glad to have you thanks a lot
0: wow What a special moment. Thank you again to David and Orr for joining us in conversation, for sharing about their work and about their journey. We'll be back very soon with an interview with Dina Maple, a fifth grade teacher in Los Angeles, and ECI 18 cohort member who we heard from in our first episode. In the meanwhile, you can find us at ethicalcreativity.org backslash podcast or on Apple Podcasts. Be well and take care of yourselves, my friends.